Welcome to the Emotional Happiness Podcast with that Anita Live. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Anita, your host, and usually I do not do a separate intro for the podcast version of the show. But the downloads have been so off the charts, I just had to break in to say thank you to you. Thank you so much for downloading and listening week after week. I know this podcast is growing by leaps and bounds because of you. And to you, I am eternally grateful. This week on the show, I interview fashionista Tracy Crockett of the blog Chic, Classy, Spicy. We all know that what we wear affects how we feel and that the color of our clothing can affect our mood. Well, Tracy is here to share with us how women can flaunt every color at any age. Without further delay, here's the show. Welcome to another episode of That Anita Live, where we share emotional healing for a happier life. I'm Anita, your host, and our topic for today is women and fashion. We all know that what we wear affects how we feel. My guest today is expert Tracy Crockett, fashion diva, life motivator. Well, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Tracy, how did you get interested in fashion? You know, that is a loaded question. My dad, I didn't grow up with my father, but I learned that he was very much into fashion. And all throughout my life, I love clothes and shoes and so forth. And I had this cousin, her name is Brenda, and she was always dressed to the nines, her and my aunt. And one day I was playing around in her closet because I just loved her clothes. And she had these four inch heels. I'll never forget it. And I was, I think I might've been in the fourth grade and I was walking around the house in her four inch heels. And ever since then, that was my love for heels. But that's when it clicked for me that I loved clothes. Speaking of heels, can you get a shot of these shoes for me? <laughs> you could just, thank you, ma'am. Again, my love for heels. What you wear <laughs> affects how you feel. And we see Fashion Diva here. <laughs> it's snatched today. In, Every day. In her <laughs> heels. So fashion for you isn't just what you like to help other people with. It's something that comes with your energy. Yes. It's a part of who you are. It really is. My fashion, and actually fashion is actually just the tool that I use mm -hmm. to display my personal style. And I think people get those two, they use them interchangeably and they're not. Your style is who you are. Mm -hmm. For me, my style is I'm chic, huh? I'm classy, and I'm spicy. Right now. There's that little part of me that is always going to have a little spark, okay. that spiciness, but there's always going to be the classiness because I still believe that every woman should have that those pearls because pearls speak classy and you should carry yourself in a certain way because we are representative of our parents mm -hmm. our husbands or boyfriends our friends and so forth so everything that I do everything that I put on I always think in the back of my mind mm -hmm. how would my mom feel if someone told her that I didn't look the way she taught me mm. how to look. So that's where the classy comes from. Okay. Chic comes from the trendy side of being able to utilize trend fashion 
to mm -hmm. become to be chic. Mm -hmm. So that's my style. So my uniform will always be chic, classy, spicy. And that's how the company name came about, Chic, Classy, Spicy, because I turned 50 this last December. Mm -hmm. And when I turned 40, 10 years ago, obviously, I actually really, truly blossomed into the person that I knew I could be. Mm -hmm. But when I got to 50, it was really like every preconceived idea or notion that anyone had about me mm -hmm. as a woman, mm -hmm. particularly a woman of color, mm -hmm. it was gone. And I had this, it's like I woke up that morning and I was like, you know what? I am truly going to do me. And I realized, and I started talking to people and particularly other women who had reached this milestone in life. And they started telling me the same thing. It was like 40 was this revelation, but when they turned 50, it was like a light bulb just went off mm -hmm. and they came into who they truly were. They truly accepted the essence of their being. Now you mentioned uh, in your bio that at one point you realized that society had a different idea for how a woman of a certain age should dress. That's an interesting one. I was married at the time and I went to my parents' home. And I think if I remember correctly, I had on a sleeveless sundress and it probably came just a little bit above my knees. And my dad was like, I know you didn't come to my house with that little short dress on. And I was like, it's just right above my knees, dad. You are a grown woman and you have children. And how did your husband let you come out of the house? And mm -hmm. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You just said one thing, dad. I am a grown woman. I have children and I have a husband who obviously did not have a problem with this. But what about my attire is offensive. Please help mm -hmm. me understand it. Mm -hmm. He couldn't tell me. He could not explain to me why it was offensive to him. And I started to also hear other little things when my divorce was done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I was a single mom and my children were very active in sports, basketball, swimming, softball. I have two daughters and I didn't dress like the other mothers. Mm -hmm. I always came to the games fashionable, but that was my personal style that they were seeing. For them, it was, I think in their eyes, and I have to say it this way because I never really got a complete understanding. I think for them, they felt that it was too sexy, too, I, I really still don't understand. Too it. young? Too, maybe that was it because I did have children. Maybe it was too young. Maybe I was too youthful. And the funny thing about it was that even though I did not have a great relationship with the women, I had a great relationship with the men and they were not flirtatious. They were not conversations that have any sexual overtones or anything, they realized the authenticity of who I was and I was being true to myself. And what I found as I've grown into the woman that I am is that women are not as fearless and authentic and unapologetic as we claim we are. Mm -hmm. And we are very, very harsh on one another when we don't fit the mold. I didn't fit the mold. And I realized that from the comment my dad made, my mom never cared about fashion. Okay. She was okay. always nice and neat, but she wasn't about fashion. Her personal style was, I'm gonna be neat, I'm gonna be clean, it's gonna be pressed. And that was her personal style and she's gonna match, of course. But for me, I went outside of that and I colored outside the lines mm -hmm. and people weren't comfortable with that. So, so I made people uncomfortable. That interaction with your dad, was that the first time somebody gave you the impression 
question of, sweetie, you need to tone that down. It was. And that was the funniest thing. No one had ever said anything to me about it. But you have to realize I was coming into my own Mm -hmm. at that age. And I was probably about 24 or 25. So my style, Mm -hmm. even though it had always been chic and classy, it really never had the spicy until Mm -hmm. I got to being that 24 or 25. And I owe that to a very, very dear friend. One day she said to me, you are a very beautiful woman. Stop covering yourself up. And she didn't mean that I was supposed to bear it all because that's not what she meant. She realized that I was dressing like my mother. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you are not your mother. Be yourself. And From that moment on, I was able to start adding little pieces that I really liked. I realized that I loved florals. I realized that I loved yellows because I never really wore colors. I realized that I liked the energy of colors. I realized that I loved jewelry. I started to truly come into the person that I was supposed to be. And this didn't happen overnight. This happened again as I was growing into the mature woman that I was supposed to be. So Forbes says that the average American woman has at least 30 outfits. You think that's too little, too much? If you look in my closet, (laughs) (laughs) um, I would have to say that's probably a very good number. Mm -hmm. For me personally, I like to have an outfit for every day of the month. And, and I know that sounds crazy to some people. I'm not one who likes to rework her closet, mm-hmm. although I do. The fun part of reworking my closet is that I get a chance to play with those pieces in different ways. 30 outfits is, is, is I think, is average. Um, I actually probably think that women have less than that in their closets because when we talk about it and when, or when I've helped people in their closets, mm-hmm. they always say they have nothing to wear. And what happens is people buy items because they think that's what people want them to have, but that's not true to their style. So they, Mm. in actuality, they're buying because of what society has or someone else has said, and they're not being authentic. They're not being true. So instead of them saying, you know what, that's not for me, Mm -hmm. not based on the trend or the style, but simply because this is who I am. And that just doesn't work for me. Okay, because you make an interesting point because Huffington Post says that there are four important links between personal style and positive self-image. And one of those that they mentioned is style. And the statistic was if you choose clothing that works with your figure instead of against it, you increase your self-esteem because you like what you see. Absolutely. I have to agree 100 percent. But I also have a caveat to that. Sometimes you need to dress against it or give it an opportunity to look at something different. And I'll give you a perfect example of that. I am not one to wear pants a lot. Mm-hmm. I am very, very feminine, very girly. But what I've realized is that I had to finally find the right fit for me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't want to invest the time that it takes to find the right fit. Right. And I understand why, because nowadays when you go into a store, if you, you used to be a size 16 or a size 10, you have no idea what size you are right. anymore because right. the sizes have I'm changed. I'm a different size in every, <laughs> every store. store. So I end up in jeans and a t-shirt all the time. Exactly. I'm, I'm never 
dressed. I'm always in jeans and a t-shirt. Exactly. So it does take an investment of time to understand what really fits your shape. Because just because you may have an A shape does not necessarily mean that you can't wear certain items. It may be what you pair it with okay. that actually helps to accentuate your figure. So I always tell people, don't be afraid of certain things. Give it a try. Think about what you can wear it with. And you utilize things such as Pinterest, Instagram, mm. and things like that okay. to get ideas mm -hmm. of how other people wore it. Because you may actually see someone that actually wore it that has a similar body style as you do huh. and actually be, be able to do it yourself. Okay, because the second one that they mentioned is personality. Mm. That you can build pride and confidence, establish your uniqueness by how you dress, style your hair, and by letting your personality show through those things. Absolutely, and that is part of your style. My personality is usually happy, smiley. I'm hugging on someone, I'm kissing them, I'm saying, for me, it's always, hey, beautiful for a woman, because okay. I think women need to hear that. We don't hear it enough that we're beautiful. And it's genuine, because I think that every woman is beautiful. We have our own unique pieces and, and things about it that are, that are beautiful. Mm -hmm. My hair is a trademark for me. My smile is a trademark for me. I did not know that until people kept telling me, you have a beautiful smile. Okay. And I look at my smile and I say, okay, it's just a regular smile. But I realized that is part of my uniform. Mm -hmm. That is how people are able to connect with me through my smile and even have a conversation with me because it's genuine is what they tell me. And I, again, I just see my smile and it's just me smiling, mm -hmm. but it, it really does your personality. If you're tomboyish, okay, you're tomboyish. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. Dress it because one thing I don't ever want any of us to do, we are all originals. I don't want us to live a life as a copy and die mm -hmm. a copy. Okay. So be true and authentic, be fearless. And it's there's something about just speaking and, and dressing according to your style. Mm -hmm. Because when you're doing that, you're, you're, you're being confident in who you are, what makes you unique. It'd be a really pretty boring world if we all wore the same thing and looked the same way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the third one that they mentioned is respect. Your first impression is made by what you have on, not by what you say. Absolutely. How many times have you walked into a meeting, didn't know anyone, and you sized them up by what they had on? The guy may have on a suit. Another guy may have on a pair of khakis and his hair is a little unkempt and or maybe he or she has on tattoos. I'm thinking, yeah, okay, he's IT. This is the business development department. <laughs> And you right. actually weren't right. correct right. that the one with the tattoos and he was probably the president of the company. You never know. So we do in, in our first, what, seven seconds of seeing someone, mm -hmm. we size them up by their mannerisms, by what they have on. What do a lot of women look at, especially when they're checking out a guy? They look at the shoes. Uh, shoes, watch, tie. Exactly. Yeah. So we do size people up by what they have on. And I'll be a, I'm a perfect example of that. I was at a birthday party for a girlfriend probably, what, four or five years ago. And there was this gentleman there and he would not talk to me. And we were sitting there having dinner and I was just laughing and talking. And I come from work, I had my hair was in a bun and I had on some pearls. Mm -hmm. Again, I love my pearls. And we were laughing and talking at the table and he was like, you're not stuck up. That's exactly what he said to me. And I was okay. like, where did you get that? He said, you look like you're 
stuck up. And I was like, I don't even know how that looks, but that's where you were dead wrong. You didn't give me an opportunity. So we do make our perceptions of people by how they look, even though we don't know anything about them. And number four is grooming. There's a cycle of self-love is expressed through self-care. I, I have to agree with that one. One of the things that I've always taught my children, and even as a child, I was taught, you get out of your bed, you wash your face, brush your teeth, and you do not leave this house unkempt. You look like somebody owns you, as uh, uh, my boyfriend would say. <laughs> um, but that is a, a part of self-respect. When you're not maintaining the basics, combing your hair, trimming your hair, um, washing your face, brushing your teeth, making sure your nails are neat, neatly mm -hmm. trimmed, your clothes pressed if they need to be pressed. It does send a, a message to people about you. Think about it. If I ran across someone and I was thinking about bringing them into my business as an assistant or as a personal assistant, I'm going to be looking at certain things because as a person who really is very big on my personal appearance, fashion, even style, I'm going to be looking at them because if you're not willing to take that time to invest in you to present yourself as a total package, mm -hmm. how much are you going to be willing to invest in what ah. I need you to do? Okay. So it says a lot about how much you're willing to do from the beginning to me if you're not maintaining the basics because those are things that you were, we're taught from a very early age you brush your teeth you wash your hair you brush your hair you comb your hair mm -hmm. um, you make sure you're neat now i will say that millennials are a little bit different in that they don't necessarily all i don't even know if they know what a crease is because when we were growing up and i'm telling my <laughs> age but you already know it i'm 50 um you did not leave your house without pressing your clothes you had a perfect crease. <laughs> and you all had perfect creases. I pulled those Levi's out of that dryer, put them on me. I pulled that T-shirt out of that dryer, threw it on me, pulled oh, my indeed. hair back in a ponytail, and I was gone. And, and there we would be in a group, and there would be five of you and then me. But and you every were authentic and you were comfortable and you were accepted. And the reason why you were accepted was because they they actually thought about your authenticity. And a lot of them wanted to be exactly like you. <laughs> so they were looking at you from a perspective of going, gosh, you know what? I sure do wish I could be like Miss Anita. I want to do that. How did she get away with it? But you had a confidence about you. You were like, do you? Because I'm gonna do me. Exactly. And that is what it I It takes want a lot of time to, to put that together <laughs> every morning. <laughs> well, I can't agree with that. That's a lot of time <laughs> to put all this together every morning. Actually, it doesn't. Um, I can get dressed in probably the same amount of time as any other person. And the reason being is because I already sometimes have an idea of what I'm gonna wear, mm -hmm. especially when I know what the event now, is. Now, I can be dressing out the door in 20 minutes. Oh no, that's not gonna happen. Mm -hmm. That's You're what right. I thought. And with that, an we'll hour. Be right back. <laughs> at least an hour. Never miss a moment. Subscribe to my YouTube channel today at thatanitalive.com forward slash YouTube. And we're back. Welcome to That Anita Live. I'm Anita, your host, sitting here having a wonderful conversation with Miss Tracy Crockett, fashion diva, life motivator. Yes. 
we're going to get into feelings, how mm. color makes you feel when you wear it. Uh, everydayhealth.com says that different clothing colors exude different feelings and colors can affect and reflect your mood. Mm -hmm. I have to agree. Perfect example. I worked in the health insurance industry with a major company called Aetna. You've probably heard Aetna. I'm glad mm -hmm. I met you. And I used to have this yellow dress. I, I love yellows. I love greens, as you can see. Uh, I love bright colors, mm -hmm. just rich, rich colors. And every time I would wear that yellow dress to work, everybody was smiling. But I was also smiling because I always said that I was actually tempting the sun. <laughs> who's gonna be brighter. <laughs> okay. But whenever I wear bright colors, mm -hmm. it is very cheery. It's like whenever you get a your food and it's very colorful, mm -hmm. it makes you excited and happy. Okay. So okay. when you think about the various colors or the changing of seasons, when the flowers start blooming for the spring and you see the yellows and the purples and the blues mm -hmm. and the green, it's such a vibrant green. It just makes you excited for summer to hurry up and come, okay. but it makes you happy. And that's the way when you wear colors in your closet how it actually mm. can affect your mood also so if you're having a down day yeah. reach for some yellow reach for orange also orange also sparks that creativity so if you're having a down day you may want to actually be a little bit creative and actually help yourself out of that down mood. Okay, because that was one of the points that the article made where it says dress in the color opposite your negative mood. Exactly. And it will lift your spirits. It will lift your spirits. And let's also think about it when we wear black or when we wear blues, what are the colors that they tell us to wear when we're going on interviews? Blacks and blues, mm -hmm. because they exude power, but they can also exude calming and serenity. Okay. So when you think about the various colors that you're wearing, and again, where, what you're trying to accomplish, mm -hmm. what you want to convey, because that first seven seconds, someone is sizing you up. <laughs> Think okay. about those colors. Mm -hmm. And if you're a woman, and I would even say if men, if you're going to wear a, a red, and we, we talked about that red exudes this mystery, okay. passion. Um, I hate to say the word ava availability, but it's it's not the word that I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. God, I can't remember the word that I'm looking for. Because it mentioned but that red exudes boldness. Boldness. And the color red has powerful effects on your behavior. Yes. I was wearing a red and white blouse a few weeks ago. And I have to say, I was very, very confident in that <laughs> blouse. It was an off the shoulder and I actually had on a mustard colored yellow skirt okay. with it also. And it actually happened to be a leather skirt and I had leopard print pumps on. So if you think stop. about what I had on, uh -huh. I was walking with this high level of confidence. I was exuding power, but I was also saying I'm youthful. I'm saying I'm fun. Mm -hmm. I'm saying I'm approachable. So many different things that you're saying with the clothes that you have on and the colors and how you wear them. Okay, and then green. I said green is fresh and exudes positive emotional health. I have on green. Yes. And I actually wore the green today because it was calming to me. So for me, it has a calming effect, but I also love it because of green. Most people can wear green and it's very, very good on various skin tones. Of course, you also have to make certain that you are, it doesn't flatten you yeah. um, or doesn't make you look faded. Um, but 
for me, it's very calming. But also think about what green stands for with green money. Money makes people happy. Yes, it does. Green <laughs> is for growth, prosperity. Okay. So for me, that's how I associated the color for me today. What does this say to me? This is to me today. It also says this is God's faithfulness. Okay. So there's a little bit more. So you you can also define what colors mean to you. Mm-hmm. Green also has a special meaning to me also because I remember the first time my mom and I actually dressed in the color green. Mm-hmm. My uncle said, oh my gosh, you guys look so pretty. Green is so pretty on you. And ever since then, I have associated the color green with being pretty on me. So and it brings back that positive feeling. memory yeah. also. So there are some other things that clothing can do. There are some things also that clothing can do that aren't also as popular, and that also can bring negative emotions. And Okay, with that, let's play Tracy's take. Okay. I'm going to give you a statement, and you give me your take on this societal norm. Okay. Women over 40 should not wear heels over three inches. Mm, mm, mm. Well, I have broken that rule and I will be breaking that rule until I cannot break that rule anymore. I say you stretch yourself as long as you possibly can. There's a way to do everything. There's a time for everything. I don't believe in society saying what is appropriate for me. Mm -hmm. I think I've gotten to an age where I can decide what's right and wrong for me. And there's something that I, I said earlier. Just be glad that you don't have to wear them. But mm. I will gladly continue to wear my pumps three inches, four inches. And if I could get away with five, I will. <laughs> so stretch your stuff, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Women over 45 should not wear bright colors. Oh, my goodness. Wear what <laughs> makes you happy. I'm on Instagram. And one of my hashtags is I wear what I like. I wear what I want. And the biggest one is fearless authentic and unapologetic. If you like yellows, if you like oranges, if you like hot pink, neon green, if it makes you happy, Mm -hmm. wear it. And the last one, women over 50 should not wear skirts above their knees. Mm, I'm breaking that rule also, because as long (laughs) as my legs, they're toned and I can work with the cellulite, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) Now, I, I do have a caveat to that. Let's be respectful of the fact that, you know what, we're not 20 years old. And I I mean, you want to wear it all the way up to your hip. You like it. I love it. If it makes you happy, I want you to be happy. But come on. I do think that we do need to have some decorum when it comes to certain things. Mm -hmm. Just because we can do certain things. And yes, I do still wear mini skirts. um, But at the same time, I don't utilize it to flaunt sexuality or anything. I That is just my personal style. And I think that's where people forget that this is about personal style. This is about fashion. Okay. This is about me being comfortable in my own skin. Now, should I don't think a 20 year old should be wearing a mini skirt that's halfway up her leg. So it's not just because she's 50 that I'm saying that. Mm-hmm. I just think that something should be covered unless you're in a private place and you'd like to share those things <laughs> with that, that person. That that is also goes back to self-respect, I also think, because I do think that a lot of times when people are showing a little bit of their goods mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. the world, I do think it's more of an attention, needing attention, wanting attention, mm-hmm. and not knowing the right way to get attention the correct way, because you don't want negative attention, you want positive attention. But mm-hmm. for some people, even negative attention 
is just enough for them to get from point A to point B. So then there's an underlying problem that needs to be uncovered and hopefully right. um, cleared up. And So what would you say to that mom who has turned into the frumpy mom driving the minivan because she's constantly going between practices? So she's going between swim meets. Her kids are older, mm-hmm. but she's turned into sweatpants and jeans and she looks in the mirror and feels a little lost like she isn't herself anymore she doesn't relate to the person that she sees in the mirror like she remembers being youthful and fun Mm -hmm. she looks in the mirror and still sees youthful she knows she has a lot of years left Mm -hmm. but the dresses are almost to the ankle Mm -hmm. she's in sweatpants she's in frumpy jeans Hair may or may not be kept because she's always on the run. Mm-hmm. How can she, one, find herself again, and two, pull it back together? Tell, sit her family down and her kids and say, you know what, I love you. If she's married, talk to her husband and say, but you know, mommy has got to have some me time. Mommy has to take care of me. And because if I can't take care of me and if I'm not happy, I'm not being fair to you and I'm shortchanging you. And the worst thing I can do is shortchange me, which means I'm shortchanging you. Well, thank you very much for coming to share your expertise with the women of the DC metro area. Thank you. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you for agreeing to do this interview today. It's on such short notice for one thing. Not a problem (laughs) at all. Thank you to Tracy for appearing on the show, and I hope you enjoyed the interview. If you like this podcast, please remember to subscribe, leave a five-star review, share this episode via Twitter or Facebook, spread the word, tell everyone you know to listen, subscribe, and download our episodes. I'm diligently working to grow this podcast because I know it can help so many others heal. And I really do appreciate all of your help. If you need to connect with me directly, my email is Anita at thatanitalive.com. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram, Facebook. You can find me on all of those platforms under That Anita Live. I love you and I know sometimes you don't want to be fixed. You just want to be heard. Till next time. Till next time.